Hello, hello. Welcome to Keep Moving Forward Podcast with Tom O'Leary. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for your responses and asking questions and giving really ideas for future podcasts and messages and themes. And I just love it. I love it. Uh, thank you for passing the word on to family and friends, people you think would uh, benefit from listening to the Keep Moving Forward podcast. And wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much for those that are financially supporting. It It really uh, helps and means so much to me. So thank you. We got a great topic today. <laughs> uh, creating the future life you want to have. Think about that for a second. Creating the future life that you want to have. Getting that vision of where you want to be, who you want to become, uh, in every facet of life, like spiritually, where you want to be in the future, your, your walk with God and, and your confidence in Him and, and just your faith and your, uh, inspiring others and just, you know, where you want to be, you know, even emotionally, uh, joy and peace and, and, uh, all the, good, emotional, healthy things that would build us up as a human being. And and where would you want to be like that? Perhaps even, uh, you know, physically, maybe where do you want to be, you know, a year from now as far as, uh, you know, your health and maybe, uh, you know, you need to shave a couple pounds. I don't know, whatever it is. But, you know, where do you want to be? Uh, how about uh, relationally? Oh, that's a good one. Think of your meaningful relationships. Uh, if you're married, your spouse, if you're single, you know, the people in your life, you know, friends, best friends, uh, you know, if you have kids, you know, how, how do you want to relate to them? And really creating the future life that you want to have. Well, guess where it comes down to? <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you the punchline. Here it is. Your decisions shape your destiny. Boom, baby. <laughs> One of my grandkids, uh, I, I always say, boom, baby. And he looks at me and goes, boom, baby. Yeah, he says it right back to me. It's kind of fun. Anyway, this is a boom, baby statement. Your decisions shape your destiny. What you do every day, what you decide every day are the building blocks for what is to come. Uh, even spiritually, boy, I heard this the other day. It's really powerful. But uh, Dr. Paul Yonggi Cho, <clears throat> uh, you know, pastor of the largest church in the world, uh, you know, out of uh, Seoul, Korea, South Korea. And uh, he would say that we are walking on the prayers that we prayed Six months ago. Gosh, that blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? You know, so what you're praying today, then God begins to move. God begins to act and unfolds it. And so you're going to hit that destiny. God's going to pull that trigger. He's going to make it happen. And so you and I don't, don't lose heart. What you're praying today, you're, you're going to walk in in the future. And as Pastor Cho said, you know, we are walking on the prayers of six months ago. 
That That's a powerful thought. Well, I think of just like, you know, in life, practical things. So I've gotten into swimming laps uh, every day. And first time I got into the pool, I'm like, you are a fool. Why are you getting in the pool? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was just like, like, are you sure, Tom? Are you sure you want to go down this road? But the reality is, it all starts by jumping in, right? So I jump in, and the first time I do like 20 laps. And, you know, it's not bad. It's not great. It, you know, it was okay. And then I bumped to 24. And then a couple days later, I'm, I'm at 32. Then I'm putting in 36, which is like a half a mile. And I'm going to go, okay, I'm starting to feel a little stronger. Well, then you hit 36 and something in me is like, hey, you know what? Today, today's a little different. I'm, I'm going to bump it to 40. So then I get to 40. So now I'm doing 40 every day, every day. And I'm going, okay, good. I'm, I'm over half a mile. Well, then I start doing the math and I find out that a mile is 70.4 laps. And so I'm thinking, okay, maybe I could build to that. So then I go from 40 to 50 and 50 to 55, <laughs> 55 to 60. I'm just inching it, inching it, you know, every day, just <clears throat> a few more laps, a few more laps. And then I finally, okay, this is it. This is my big day and I get to 72. And so now I am swimming over, because remember a mile 70.4 laps. I'm doing 72 laps every single day. I'm swimming a mile every day. I feel great. It feels so good. And you know what's so fun? This is a little uh, uh, bonus uh, thought here. (laughs) I have memorized uh, scriptures. And so I do a certain scripture on that particular lap. So, you know, for lap five, I do 2 Corinthians 10.5. You know, we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. You know, what, what, you know, on, on, uh, Lap 23, I, I, I recite uh, Psalm 23. That, you, know, you, you see where I'm going with this, right? Anyway, it's been a spiritual, physical, mental blessing. And it all started with a decision, right? I got to jump in. And wherever you're at in life, I want to encourage you to jump in because your decisions shape your destiny, Okay, so here we are. We're talking about creating the future life that you want to have. Well, God talks about your future. So let's start there and just open it up with that God really does have this plan and future for you. So we're going to go to Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Love, 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 love this verse. Here we go. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Okay, you got to personalize this. The Lord is declaring, and right now, through the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary, the Lord is the Lord is speaking to you, and he says to you, you who are listening right now, I know the plans I have for you. Isn't that powerful? God loves you so much. Your, your Father in heaven, he loves you so much. He has a plan. He has a plan for your life. And then check it out. The Lord continues. And this is what he says to you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Isn't that awesome? God has this hope for you and this future for you. Again, personalize it. It's your hope. It's your future. 
So we just got to partner with God as we are creating the future life that we want to have. We got to partner with God because he's, he's got a plan. He's got a future. So we want to be step in step with that hope and that future. I was on a walk with my wife, Sherry, the other day. And she says to me, she says, you know, I need a, I need a little uh, future for my hope. <laughs> and I started laughing. I said, uh, strike that, reverse it, like uh, Willy Wonka, you know, of the chocolate factory. Strike that, reverse it. Um, I go, don't you mean that you, you need a little hope for your future? And she goes, well, I think it works both ways. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, that's, that's theologically deep. Yeah, I guess it does. So, you know, God wants to give you a little hope for your future. And by golly, God wants to give you a little future for your hope. So let's, let's do it. Okay, number one. Here's my encouragement. Encouragement number one comes from Proverbs 16, verse 3. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Okay, your plans will be established. It translates both ways. You're going to succeed in those plans. They're going to be established. So what is the, the action point there is it says commit. Commit, commit, commit. Okay, I've taught this a lot of years. You become what you're committed to. It doesn't just happen. If you want to be a great spouse, uh, you commit to becoming a great spouse. If you want to be a great mom or dad, you commit to becoming a great mom or dad. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't one day, poof, you're a great dad. It doesn't work that way. You have to commit to it. If 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 you want to become a really great best friend to somebody. You have to commit to becoming a great best friend because it's just not going to happen by happenstance. It just doesn't work that way. You have to commit to it. If you know, think of it with with Jesus Christ. You you, you want to become a awesome Christ follower? Well, guess what? You know the answer. You got to commit to it. Commit to becoming a awesome Christ follower. So it all is going to come back to decisions. So, so number one is simply commit every, every day. That's what it's all about. Committing every single day. And it builds and it builds just like the, you know, the illustration of, of me swimming laps. I can't even believe it. You know, I'm swimming over a mile. Well, it just started with a daily decision, a daily commitment. Commit every day and you're going to be getting to your destiny. You're going to be getting to your destination, the future that you are creating. It's awesome. Okay, let's go to number two. This is rooted in Proverbs 16, verse 9. Okay, we're going to be in, the, in Proverbs, the book of wisdom here for a little bit. Proverbs 16, 9 says, The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. Okay, that's an interesting one. Let's unpack that. <laughs> so you and I, we get a plan. We get excited about something. We get fired up about something. And so, yes, we're doing our part. We're, we're making these decisions. We're committing, you know, every day, all of this. But God is the one who orchestrates. He's the one that is establishing your steps so he opens doors and he closes doors. And he says, yep, now's the time. And nope, now is not the time. <laughs> and we, and so here's number two. You got to trust 
his steps. We want to be walking with him. Remember, Jesus made a really wonderful promise. He said, you know, are you weary? Are you just worn out? Uh, You know, come to me. Get away with me. Uh, I'll bring you rest. Um, My yoke is easy and light. That's what Jesus says to you today. My yoke is easy easy and light. So if you're stressed out, I'm just telling you, that's not God's will for you. And so there's this invitation to, to take a deep spiritual breath and go, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going too crazy here. I'm going too hard, too fast. Jesus said his yoke is easy and light. And that word yoke is uh, kind of an illustration of like two oxen back in the day. In Jesus' day, they'd have this wood harness over the two oxen, and that was the yoke. And so the two oxen would be walking step by step by step. So that's what Jesus is inviting us to, to not run ahead of him and certainly not to lag behind, but just to be in step. And so we've got to trust his steps and walk in his steps. Uh, When my son was little, he was probably five years old and it was so fun. We were walking on this beach and the beach had kind of an incline toward the water. So it was at a real kind of steep angle. And the sand was really wet and you kind of sunk into it. And it was really hard to walk in. And so I'm like, come on, Luke, just follow me, follow me. And he's like, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. And all of a sudden he discovers that if he steps in my footprints that I've already established, <laughs> that he could walk in it. And he's like, dad, I'm walking. I'm stepping in your footprints. (laughs) It was was so cute, but it, it was a powerful illustration. Like that's what we need to do with the Lord. You know, he's establishing our steps. So we got to trust him, trust those steps. And let's, let's place our foot right in his footprints. Right. And we're going to get to our destination. We are creating the future life that we want to have. All right, number three, it's rooted in Proverbs 15, 22. Without counsel, plans fail. But with many advisors, they succeed. That is a golden nugget. That's a piece of wisdom. That's a, that's a pearl right there. That's a, that's a good one. What it's saying, the, this book of wisdom, Proverbs in the Old Testament, says we need counsel. We need other people, good, godly followers of Christ, you know, believers, good people around you, giving you uh, advice, looking out for you, praying for you. It's so, so, so important, especially, you know, we're talking here about making plans. We're talking about making decisions every day. And, you know, we're creating this future that we want to have. Number three, we got to surround ourselves with the right people. That's number three. Surround yourself with the right people. Uh, recently, I had to make a really big decision, um, kind of like a big, you know, career decision. And I, I had, well, I had a lot of people praying for me, but I, I had like seven men in my life that I'm doing life with, walking with, iron sharpening iron, just all that good stuff. And, and they were speaking in to this 
new opportunity, this new thing. And, and so it's this idea of just we're encouraging each other. We're helping each other. We're praying for each other. And we got to have those kind of people in our lives. I remember a long time ago reading this article about geese. And you know how geese fly in a V formation. So beautiful to watch if you've ever seen that. But what I found out is that the point goose that's at the very tip of the V formation, they switch that place around, the geese do. So one goose takes the lead and the other geese behind them are encouraging him. They're honking at him. They're like, honk, honk, come on, Elmer, you can fly. Come on, Elmer, get those wings going. Come on, Elmer. I don't know why I just called my goose Elmer, but it just sounded right in the time. <laughs> and so here you have these, these geese in the V formation, and they're honking at the lead goose and encouraging him. And then after a while, he circles back, and another goose, Fred, Freddie gets in the front. Now I've got two geese called Elmer and Freddie, but you get the point. So you got to get some people around you to encourage you, and you got to encourage others. And the way I want to say it is, you got to get your honk on. Woo! That that that's a boom, boom baby. You got to get your honk on. Get people around you that are going to honk at you in a good way, not a bad way, and. And that you can encourage them as well. Okay, I think you get the point. All right, let's go to number four. Number four, Proverbs 19.21. I told you we were going to be rooted in Proverbs here. This book of wisdom says, Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Okay, this is important. We have to embrace God's purpose. I memorized uh, Romans 12, verse 1 and 2 out of the message. And there's one little line, really interesting, that says, Embrace what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. It's really kind of an interesting twist from the message. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embrace all that God's doing for me. I'm going to embrace His purpose for my life. That's number four. That's number four for you. Embrace God's purpose. And it's those decisions, those decisions that you're going to make. And you have to understand that God has a purpose for you in everything. In the highs, in the lows, in the hurts, in the pains. You've probably heard me say it. I'm going to say it again. God has a redeeming purpose in every pain. Wow. Maybe I'll write a book on that. You know, I go, wow. You know, and it's so true. It is so true. You know, I think of Joseph of the Old Testament. Here you have Joseph, you know, gets beat up by his brothers, thrown in a pit, sold as a slave, uh, thrown in jail, gets out of jail. Uh, High-ranking official's wife tries to take a pass at him. He runs out the door. He, he gets slandered. He gets, you know... Uh, wrongly accused, thrown back into prison, then gets back out of prison. Then he, he, he finally gets to be the most powerful guy in, in all of the nation, you know, basically the world at that time. And, and God had this redeeming purpose in all the pain. And that's this Genesis chapter 50, verse 20, where he has this 
unbelievable revelation where he's talking to the people that hurt him and said what the enemy meant for bad, God uh, meant for good. And that's a powerful concept. And so just know that God uses everything in your life, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, it's it's just so true. And we need to embrace that God has this greater purpose, right? That goes back to where we started, Jeremiah 29, verse 11, that he has this future for you, this plan for you, this hope. Remember, we need a little future for our hope. Okay, let's land on the last one. Number five, we're going to jump out of Proverbs and hightail it to the New Testament, to the Gospel of Luke, and this is Jesus talking. He's illustrating. He's telling us uh, wisdom. So we're still in the wisdom mode, but now here are the red letters, the wisdom of Jesus. He says, For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough money to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Okay, so what Jesus was trying to drive home is, you know, count the cost, know what it's going to cost, have, you know, in the practical sense, we would call it an estimate, right? We Like, okay, I've done my homework, I've done my math, this is what it's going to take if we're talking about building something and we need X amount of money and all of that, and I know that world quite well, it's what you have to do. But here's, here's the thing. Number five is count the cost. Okay, that's a good one. Jesus was saying, count the cost. And Jesus was saying, finish the work. In his illustration, he's like saying, yeah, there's this guy who wanted to build this huge building, uh, didn't estimate it, uh, the money that it would take. Um, so he lays the foundation, but then doesn't finish it. And everyone's mocking him like, oh, he couldn't finish it. But all that Jesus was trying to drive home is, hey, count the cost and finish the work. That's number five for you and me. Count the cost every day and finish the work. And when you get that glimpse of the future that you're creating, this future life that you want to have spiritually, emotionally, physically, relationally, financially, all those things, that you're going to be able to count the cost of what it's going to cost every day and you're going to get there every day. You're going to finish the work. I'll never forget, I was on this fun run to the top of a mountain. And if you call that fun, and I'm really tired, I'm going up this mountain, I'm going, you know, and I'm serpentining left to the right, serpentine, serpentine. And I'm feeling like, man, I, I'm ready to give up. I don't want to do this anymore. This is This is not a fun run. This is an awful run. <laughs> And all of a sudden, as I'm serpentining up this mountain, I get a glimpse of the top of the mountain. It was like this one little corridor that I could all of a sudden see my destination. And all of a sudden, I got the pump. I got the fire. I thought, I can do this. I can make it. And all of a sudden, I kick it into high gear and I make it to the top of the mountain. Why? Because I got a glimpse of the destination. I could see the future destination, my destiny, the future that I wanted to have. And that's what we have to do 
in life, in the big, big picture of life. Okay, let me recap. We're creating the future life that we want to have. We have this principle that our decisions shape our destiny. Your everyday decisions shape your future destiny. So number one, we're going to commit every day. We're going to commit our work to the Lord. We're committing every day. Number two, he's establishing our steps. So we're going to trust his steps. We're going to trust the process that God is doing in your life. Number two, trust his steps. Number three, surround yourself with the right people. Get the right people in in your life. And remember the, the geese, you know, get your honk on, get your honk on. Okay, get those people that are going to encourage you. Number four, embrace God's purpose, remembering that his purpose prevails. It's really helpful in, when you're in the trenches to know, hey, God's purpose, his greater purpose will not be thwarted. It will prevail. And lastly, number five, count the cost and finish the work. Count the cost and finish the work. And my friend, you are going to be creating the future life that deep, deep down in your gut, in your heart, in your soul is the one that you really want to have. Put this into practice every single day and you're going to get there. Hey, let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for each person listening to this podcast. God, encourage them today. Uh, put a put a new energy, a new bounce in their step. Let the joy of the Lord be their strength and that they could walk this out each day, every day, recognizing that the decisions they make today are literally forming their destiny. The prayers that they are praying today, they will walk on six months from now. That understanding that we are creating this future by by leaning into God and His purpose for our lives. So Lord, encourage them today. Bless them, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, uh, thanks again for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. If you know someone that you think would benefit from this message, just pass it on to them, send them to my website. That, that They'll get that message and all the others. Uh, TomO'Leary.org. Just send them there, T-H-O-M-O'Leary.org, and uh, they can get the message there. Again, thank you for those that are uh, financially contributing uh, on the don- donate button on the website or, or through PayPal and uh, all the different uh, methods. Thank you so, so much. I just, I, I'm so grateful. I want you to know that. So never forget, God isn't mad at you. He's mad about you. He's crazy about you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.